Dashing through the bush in a rusty holden ute, kicking up the dust. Esky in the boot, Kelpie by my side, singing Christmas songs. It's summertime and I am in my singlet shorts and thongs. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Christmas in Australia on a scorching summer's day. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Christmas time is beautiful. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a rusty holden ute. The kangaroos, Swaggy climbs aboard. He is welcome too. All the family is there, sitting by the pool. Christmas Day, the Aussie way by the barbecue. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Christmas in Australia on a scorching summer's day. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Christmas time is beautiful. Oh, what fun it is to. Afternoon, Grandpa has a doze. The kids and Uncle Bruce are swimming in their clothes. The time comes round to go. We take a family snap, then pack the car and all shoot through before the washing up. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Christmas in Australia on a scorching summer's day. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Christmas time is beautiful. Boys and girls, it's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where pointing to your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack open another BB and throw some shrimp on the Barbie. Welcome to Australia! It's sexy time. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. And I am Jola. Jolly Joe. And it's just us two. And welcome to hey. our Christmas special. So I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Yes, well, we are not recording next week. As of today, it's a week away from Christmas. But yes, I still got to edit last week's show, as you'll find out when it comes out in the feed. But yes, we'll drop last week's show this week, and this show will come out at Christmas time. So thought I'd play a little Aussie Christmas music, as you heard in the beginning. Aussie Jingle Bells, so, and which we'll, we'll have a song at the end, is, which is? It's making me jealous. Why? Because it's hot. Because it's cold as hell here, it's snowing, everything's like frozen together, and it, it sucks, and I would take just a day of that warmth to like melt everything and start over, and then I can go back to being cold again. Yeah. Oh yeah, Aussie Christmases, mate, yeah, it's hot, but yeah, we still do the traditional like, um, English style Christmas, where everything's hot food. All you want is like a salad and you know some cold meats and <laughs> a couple of shrimp on the barbie, maybe. But yeah, I remember growing up. Yeah, it was always you know the the roasts, you know roast ham, roast turkeys, and 
Like you, you're, oh. you're boiling bloody hot and you're eating hot food. <laughs> Give me some of the cold ham and some of that salad. <laughs> yeah. I, Let's make the food and then have leftovers out of the fridge. Uh, leftovers? Oh. I remember eating ham for fucking a month after Christmas. <laughs> ham on toast for breakfast. Ham sandwiches for lunch. <laughs> ham and salad for dinner. <laughs> How Dad, big is your ham? <laughs> How big do you want it, baby? <laughs> Oi. No, mum and dad used to buy, you know, get a, a nice size ham, you know, for Christmas, and it's all, it's all you had for a month. But yeah, these days, well, they they cut it back as the years went on, and bought a smaller ham. But yeah, we need to buy it. Me and Donna want to go out and just get just a little small leg of ham, just you know, for Christmas tradition. But uh, yeah, well, Donna's going to be working on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve. So. Oh. But it was a year ago that we flew to Queensland for Christmas. So. She only just said that to me today. She goes, do you realize it was a year ago we were getting prepped to go up to Queensland for Christmas? She goes, that's gone quick. I'm like, yes, I know. Don't tell me how quick the years go by. <laughs> I realize that. Yeah, it's all been flying by this year oh, really yeah. fast. Definitely. So We've made it through so, another year. wait a minute. Oh, no. wait, when you're done, sorry. I was just saying, we've made it through another year on the Coffin Joe Gas. So. Yeah, so, yeah. Donna's working. I'll be home. Oh, she's not... Not working until about midday, so she'll leave uh, 10 or 11 in the morning. So we can get up and exchange presents, which means the present I bought her when I find out what she wants. <laughs> I know what she wants. Yeah. yeah, well, we're on a budget at the moment, so and I've told her not to buy me anything, but she'll, I know she'll get me something. As long as it's something small and cheap, just as a you know, a, a token present, that's, that's fine. As long as she doesn't go and spend too much money, I'll be happy. So. Well, and you've got each other. Yeah, but yeah, so she'll be off. As I said, she'll be working most of Christmas Day. So it it doesn't really bother me anymore. I mean, I do miss my family Christmas lunches, but as we know, I'm not allowed at that house when the brother's there. So, but they right. don't they don't do too much down there anymore. My youngest brother comes over for a couple of hours with the little Dale, and uh, yeah, and they have a you know probably an early lunch and. Corey and Jen and Dale go off to uh, Jen's parents and mum and dad sit around going, all right, that was Christmas. <laughs> so, <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Yeah. Um, so for the ham, real quick to backtrack for a second, what kind of ham was it? Was it just like a regular ham? Was it a honey ham? Was it no, a, just what a kind of regular, regular leg of ham? Nothing special. I mean, yes, if someone was baking a ham, you do the honey hams, but no. Just go to the butcher and get just a nice leg of ham off the bone. The best ham. Always like it off the bone. Because I like the bones. Um, yeah, so that's basically it. So. Well, because I have a ham in my fridge right now, which uh, my work has a uh, an annual like drawing where they provide all the employees with a, a ticket and you can go in and, and do a sucker pull. And you pull the sucker and... If at the bottom it's got a certain color on it, you can get either a ham, a pie, a turkey, or cookies. But if you don't have anything on the bottom, you get a sucker. So uh, I ended up with a ham this year because somebody else didn't want it, and they knew that I had you know me and the kids. So they donated it to me, and it's been in my fridge since before Thanksgiving. And, I mean, it's good until next week, but it's one of those spiral-cut honey hams. On the bone, which I agree. I like having that bone, and I will clean that thing off. Yes. You know. <laughs> like a dog with a bone? <laughs> yep. Every last bit. And I know people, friends of mine, are like, 
they get grossed out by like fried chicken on the bone and turkey and that's like my favorite part i don't a boneless wing is just a chicken tender that's flavored you know <laughs> i like that 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 aspect of cleaning off the bone for whatever reason yeah no definitely you, you scrape that to it you know <laughs> there's nothing left but yeah i I mean, as I said, I'm not a big fan of pork or um, any pork style, but when it comes to the ham part of the pig, oh, yeah, I love the ham. So. You like bacon, though, don't you? No, that's the other thing. But uh, I, I don't hate bacon. I'm not a big fan of pork. I don't really eat pork. Bacon I can have in small doses. I'll, I'll have it on like a, a bacon egg McMuffin. <laughs> Or the BLT they've got going here in Australia, the BLT McMuffin. I've been eating them on the road a bit. But yeah, I like bacon they in have a BLT McMuffin. They've got a McMuffin here in Australia for the breakfast menu. It's a BLT McMuffin. So it's bacon, lettuce, and you add cheese to it if you want. So I mean, much much on them. Why don't they have that here? I don't know. Why don't we have the McRib here? I don't know. <laughs> we have different menus. So. I mean, we've got the bacon and the egg muffin, you know, but it's in case of uh, ham or, or sausage. I, I guess maybe that's not the same, but just throw lettuce and tomato on there. Yeah, just lettuce and tomato and, and a very small slice of bacon, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's not, I'm trying to look this up. It's it's pretty good. I had one on um, Friday morning when I was coming back from Ningen, when I was at Orange. That's the town, too. Guess what they make in Orange? What they grow in Orange? Won't, I bet you won't guess. Oranges. What. Wow. How'd you guess that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Lucky, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at your menu here for mcdonalds.com.au. AU, yep. You've got an Aussie BBQ brekkie roll. Mm-hmm. The Mighty McMuffin, mm-hmm. a ham and cheese pocket. Yeah, ham and cheese pocket. BLT McMuffin. Oh, yeah. You, do you speak my language What's that, now? like a quesadilla? What, the ham and cheese pocket? Yeah, it's just a, like a, yeah. a, a wrap with ham and cheese in it. Trust me, that's my other favorite, too, because they're $2. Same as the BLT. It's $2, but 60 cents extra if you add cheese. So it's nice and cheap, quick and easy. They've got, like me, they've got a tomato relish roll. A smoky barbecue roll. Mm-hmm. And when they say brekkie, do they mean breakfast? Yes. Haven't you learned the language yet? Brekkie is well, breakfast. I, it was an assumption, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes, brekkie. Brekkie is breakfast. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at this Aussie barbecue brekkie roll, and it says two sizzling sausage patties, bacon, cheese, creamy mayo, and barbecue sauce on a fresh, you know, poppy seed bun. Yeah. Or brioche bun, if you want. Because we have that select menu. You can actually build your own stuff. But I just go and order off the bloody menu board. Just give me this, give me this, get me out of here, quick. Because, unfortunately, I can't do drive-through. Because my well, my brand new truck, we'll get to that soon. But, yeah, the, the vehicles I drive are too tall to go through a drive-through. So I have to park the vehicle and walk inside. But yeah. My favourites are the Hammond Pocket. Ham and cheese pockets, yeah. and I, I discovered this BLT McMuffin, and I thought I'd give it a go. I'm like, oh dear God, this is, oh, this is great. This is better than the bacon and egg McMuffin. Oh, so, and they're two dollars as well. So, <laughs> nice, cheap, easy, quick, bear. Well, I had a, well, 
Yeah. Uh, on Fridays, that's that's my one time a week that I'll eat out anywhere, and so I'll go and I'll get a sausage muffin and a hash brown, and I got one again this morning because I worked overtime this morning, and uh, I'm like, dude, if I'm going to be up this early, I'm going to work an extra five hours today. I might as well treat myself. So got one today, but um, I'm looking at this. I looked at the BLT McMuffin. I'm looking at this. Uh, where'd it go? Uh, yeah, and they are calling it a brioche bun. Mm-hmm. This smoky barbecue roll. And this is on the breakfast menu. It's a brioche style bun with two rashers of bacon, a freshly cracked fried egg, then make it even more delicious with barbecue sauce. Aussie coon cheese and a juicy tomato slice with grilled onions. Oh, be careful saying that word, mate. You know that's a racist word. Even though it's the name of what's what? What's Aussie coon cheese? Coon cheese is a brand of cheese. We've mentioned this on the show. Oh, that's right. And it's also a racist word for an Aboriginal person. Well, just like it's a racist word for an African American person here. Yes. Anyway, I, I should mention we are live on Facebook at the moment. Just click on Facebook. Hey, Facebook. We have Maybellina watching. And my cousin Kyle. So, anyway, yes, uh, yeah. Coon cheese is a brand of cheese. <laughs> I still can't believe they still keep calling it. Well, they still call Cleveland Indians still Cleveland Indians. And have they changed the name of the Redskins yet over there? Uh, I honestly don't know. No. I don't follow football. I mean, my my hometown is deep, so I mean, it's that hasn't changed. And people still do the tomahawk chop sometimes during the game. Yes. So, but how is work going anyway? By the way, work's going well. Well, sort of. I um went. I was back out on the road on Monday. I had a delivery up to Woi Woi with my uh, my finger, and I busted it open again. So I was supposed to go to the hand clinic on Tuesday, but I couldn't because I had a delivery down to Nara. <coughs> Sorry, I've got the burps here. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so <laughs> on Tuesday I had to race down an hour and get back and then come back and pick up my brand new truck. So Oh, it's I, here. I've got it. I picked it up Tuesday, so I don't know if you've and? seen the photos. Oh, it's, it's an automatic. You can drive it, Joel. I'm not. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's, it's not too bad. It's, it, it can fit a lot more coffins in there, and uh, so I um yeah picked it up on Tuesday. Uh, we loaded it up Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. I took it down to Punchbowl, which is near where my parents live, just a local delivery. Race back, and we had to load up Wednesday afternoon because I was going out to Ningen. Now, Ningen is in the middle of my state, New South Wales. It's over a six-hour drive. So we loaded that up, plus we had to throw four in, because on the way back on Friday, I had to go to Bathurst, my favourite town. So, yeah. Uh, so we loaded up Wednesday. I bring it home. I park it in my sister-in-law's down just around the corner, because I want it behind the gate, brand-new truck. I want it safe and sound. So I get up 5 o'clock Thursday morning for a long, long trip out to Ningen. And, of course, it's raining. <laughs> so oh. It took me longer than it, it was expected. So, But, yeah, it was a nice trip. The, oh, it's more comfortable than the van. The The seat, the driver's seat, has, like, um, suspension in it itself, and you can adjust it to be softer or harder. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what she said. Um, 
Yeah, so it was a nice trip. It was a long, bloody trip, I can tell you that. I, as I said, I got up five, left five, uh, about two and a half hours took me to get to Bathurst, so I pulled over at Bathurst to hop out for a, a, a pee and a, a cigarette because I can't smoke in the van. And, of course, I go to the toilet block and it's locked. I'm like, okay, I'll we'll just find a tree. <laughs> so, yeah, so the, the ironic part where I pulled up was, was actually where I got uh, pulled up for... DUI when I had that person who cannot be named on the show um, it was the exact same spot that the uh, the police were sitting when they pulled me up for that time I lost my licence So, but then did the big long trip out to uh, Ningen and on very bumpy roads they're not like city roads there's potholes, it's bumpy and so yeah I got out to Ningen about 12.30 I made it out there and uh, unloaded, it was only 10 coffins it was um not a big load, but yeah. So I unloaded that, and then I had an, another hour trip coming back to where I was staying at Narromine, I think the name of the town was, where I was staying overnight. So I did that. Uh, I get a little bit of a, a... I get given some money so I can go get dinner and you know get some beer for the night. That's part of the <laughs> the package of me driving. So yeah, I spent the night out right. there. And yeah, I went wandering into the the town and because I was so early and I, I just wanted to get some food and go to bed None, nothing was open like the bistro in the uh, the club wasn't open or at the pub so I wanted back next to where my motel is is a golf club like golf course with a club and I ended up just getting a Chinese meal from there that was recommended to me by the funeral director and oh yeah it's good Chinese <laughs> so grabbed that and just took it back to my motel room and sat down and had a beer and ate that and pretty much crashed out and got up at uh I was up about 4.30, but I left there at 5.30 in the morning to come out to find it's pissing down raining even more. So, it was a fun drive. It was, I wouldn't say scary, but I had to concentrate really hard driving a brand new truck that I'm not used to in wet weather in the dark. So, it was a a long, 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 long trip. So, I left left 5.30 from Narromine on Friday and didn't get back to work till 1 o'clock right on knock-off time. So, yeah. It was interesting trip, but yeah, nice and comfortable. I have a, I can actually listen to my podcast now. I can, it has an auxiliary plug that I can plug my iPhone into, and uh, you know, so I was listening to a lot of podcasts on the way there and on the way back. But so yeah, I, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, I was could. if it was comfortable and yeah. if you're able to listen to podcasts. Yeah, again. I could because since like I. If I'm driving around the city in the truck or the the van, or whatever, I listen to just regular radio, which is fine. But when you get out of the range of my radio station, well, Triple M, I'm like I'm struggling to find a radio station I can stand because they play all the freaking shit music. You know, Triple M's a rock station, so whatever music they're playing, I like. It doesn't matter, even if it's a band I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, I can stand it. But then when you're searching for fucking radio stations when you're out in middle of nowhere, there's like only one or two stations. You got the talkback like. Um, radio or a, a station that plays all the bloody shit, fucking Bieber shit or fucking Beyonce, you know. So now I have access to my iPhone, I can play my podcast. So problem is I've got to sit there, I've got to set up the playlist, make sure it's all set up because I can't touch my phone while I'm driving. So before I'm leaving, you know, you pull over and go, play this next, play this next. <laughs> so it can automatically cycle through my my podcast because, you know, driving six hours... I drive probably about three-hour blocks. I try to drive two and a half hours to three hours before I take a break. 
for safety, you know, you've got to pull over and, as I said, I can't, right. I can't smoke, so I've got to pull over and have a smoke or a, a toilet stop. So, but yeah, it, was, it wasn't bad. And it was my first experience really driving the truck. I mean, I drove it when I picked it up and drove it down delivering on Wednesday, but this is where I actually got to feel what the truck felt like and understand it. It's it's tall, it's higher than the van I drove. Uh, it's uh, it's about the same length in a way, but it's wider and it's it's a whole different experience. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but you're on your own then now. Oh yeah, on my own. So I like it that way. So. Well, and you're able to drive again. So does that mean your hand is improving? Oh, my hand is improving. Oh, on that, I got my stitches out on Friday. So, as I was saying before, I had I was booked in for the hand clinic on Tuesday. And um, I couldn't make it because I had deliveries and I didn't want to take any more time off work. And I saw the doctor Tuesday afternoon because Donald was worried about it because it was swelling and it was red. And so I saw my local GP and I said to him, I don't really want the stitches out at the moment because I split it open. He goes, right, we book you in for Friday and you can come and get them out. So got the stitches out on Friday. It's doing a lot better now the stitches are out because I can actually move the finger because with the stitches in it, it was hard to bend the finger. So Right. So it's doing good. It's healing up. It's still a little sore. So, but, but no, like physical therapy or anything nah, required. Nah, nothing required, mate. It's it's just scabbing up. It's drying out, and it's, it's getting good. I actually have more movement in my hand than I did before. So, it's doing. Oh, well. mm, yes. Yeah. And start playing piano now. Mm, well, I couldn't before. Is that the magical trick? <laughs> yep, you got to cut the shit out of your hand. <laughs> Ah, uh, dear God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we haven't had a Tucker update yet. Tucker update. Tucker update. Tucker update. Boop, 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 um, Yeah, so uh, Tucker went in on, what day was it? Thursday. And uh, saw two of the vets this time. And now whenever, of course, he goes in, everybody's like, oh, Tucker, how are you? <laughs> now I want to say hi to him and all the techs know him. And he's uh, quite the popular dog when he wanders in. Um, and uh, the first vet who wasn't actually working on him came by and he's like, hey, is everything looks good. And came in to uh, just chat for a minute. And then the actual his actual vet that was working on him said, uh, well, there's only one little spot left that hasn't healed. He said it looks like all the internal stuff is is fused together. It's it's healing. It's looking good. He's like, I want to take the bandage off. And I'm like, uh, are you sure? And he he was like, yeah. He reassured me that everything internally was good. And the one little spot that was there, uh, as long as it got exposed to the air, should heal up pretty quickly because it was so small. He said the bandage was dry, which, you know, that's a good sign that there hasn't been any, like, uh, leakage of any kind or pus or whatever. So he uh, got me to agree to it, even though I was really hesitant because we had just had a snow. And I knew that uh, as cold as it was, that if there was something moist on there with the, any ice he stepped on, it might, like, stick. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want it to pull anything open. So he's like, just put a, a sock on it, like a, a little kid's sock. And that'll just keep it from sticking anything when he's outside and, you know, just take it off when he comes back in. So I've got like four socks that I rotate every time he goes out and I dry them off on the the heating vent so that they're dry. And then I put a little hair tie around his leg so that it stays on. And uh, he's 
been doing fine. I mean, he's he's walking on it pretty normally. He's kind of if I'm not watching him, he'll try and mess with it. Yeah. But um, I don't want to put the cone of shame on mm-hmm. him because he just gets so like depressed. Yeah, why'd you do this to me? Right, he's so happy right now that he's he's not in the cast, the little or not the cast, little bandage anymore, and he's not um, restricted. Doesn't have to wear the big plastic boot when he goes outside, and so he's he's so much more happy. I'm like, I don't want to take that away from him. Um, so he he's doing well. The the techs were a little disappointed because they had created a a bandage for him that looked like a snowman. <laughs> So, so the vet's like, yeah, they're a little upset that they can't put it on him, but he's like, I think it's for the best. So I, I watched him the first, you know, on all night Thursday and then Friday, and I noticed uh, last night that there was a, or maybe it was Thursday night, there was a little spot that was oozing red, but it wasn't blood colored. It was like partially clear, so I'm sure it was just, you know, some of the stuff that comes out when you're healing, and I, I haven't really watched, checked it again, but... Um, I figured that's going to scab up and uh, he'll be all right. So I think we are finally, knock on wood, out of the woods here. And uh, the vet said I can give him a bath here in about a week or so, which uh, obviously with it as cold as it is, I want to wait till either it's a little warmer out or when I know that I can be inside with him for a couple hours until I'm sure he's dry. Yeah. But he's got little stuff caked on him from the whole ordeal and he just he's always a little stinky anyway he's not like the best smelling dog in the world just naturally but uh he's yeah he's desperately in need of a bath so hopefully that'll be in sometime after the new year i'm i'm guessing so yeah. hooray mm. my cats are in desperate need of a bath too so unfortunately do they get baths yes definitely we don't bath them in winter for that same reason but yes now the weather's warmer uh yeah one's easier to bath than the other how so? Uh, one doesn't like it. The fat cat, Indy, she doesn't like it, but doesn't complain. Like, just takes it. But Charlie, I swear, you think I got a cut finger? <laughs> Trying to bath Charlie, you come out with like <laughs> scratches all over you. I literally have to sit in the bath with him and hold him while Donna baths him. I can do Indy on my own, not a problem. But with Charlie, it's a two-person operation, and he's the smallest cat. Right. So I literally just. <laughs> put my swimmers on and hop into the bath with him and hold him. And he's, meow, you swear you're drowning. Uh, I, I have to set up the, the camera one day. So it's up there and I, I can film it so you can hear him. It's like you're drowning him. He's like, I'm dying. No! <laughs> well, I know cats don't generally like that. So I'm surprised Andy tolerates it. Oh, she tolerates it. She's not a fan of it, but tolerates it. She's going, just get it done. All right, hurry up. All right, let's I'll go. poop in your shoe later. <laughs> Does she take revenge? Nah, she's she's fine. And we make sure we cut their claws before we bath them <laughs> so the scratches are not as sharp. <laughs> yeah. Now, what keeps them from, I mean, obviously being on a, on a third floor, there's nowhere for them to go off the ledge. But, I mean, have they ever tried to, like, make a break for it? Nah. They run out, just run out. Not just for a bath, I just mean in general. No, no. They, I'll open the front door and they, they'll just stick their head out and go, yeah, I like it in here. I'm not going anywhere. This is where I get fed. This is where I get my shit cleaned up. I get padded. I get fed. And I get pampered. So why why would I want to go out there? And they're both fixed, right? Yes. They, they come fixed when we get them from the vet. 
as part of the uh, the deal when you buy a cat from the vet downstairs. They they come uh, treated for fleas, desexed, and kitty trained, kitty litter trained. So yeah, so you can bring them in your house. Wait, and... what the vet downstairs? Oh yeah, there's a vet across the road. That's where we got both the cats in the suburb I live in. Like within walking distance? Yes, they had another cat. Huh. Yeah. The shopping, well, I won't call it a mall. It's just a shopping strip across the road where I get, you know, the bottle shop. We have a post office. We have a chemist, a pharmacy. Um, we've got a takeaway store. We've got a Chinese restaurant. We've got a news agency. It's all across the road, literally. A five-minute walk there and back. I have a bakery as well, which I've been at this morning, getting Donahoe breakfast. So, yeah. Man. Yeah, that's why I like where I live. And I have a train station just next to me and the bus stop down the road. Yeah. Now I really want to come visit and just kind of <laughs> see all these places. I mean, you can kind of see some of the stuff when you take the videos from your, your porch. Like with that place, that, your favorite shop right across the street. Yeah, the bottle shop, yes. Um, Liquor store, and, as you call it. <laughs> right. And then uh, you can see, of course, to the other side of the, the complex. But mm-hmm. it's... Uh, I didn't realize yet all that other stuff so close. Yeah. Oh, we're pretty good here. So, I'm trying to think. There's not much of it. We, we don't have, a, um, like, a convenience store. You used to have a, a little market down there where you go down and get, like, if you didn't get any, you know, veggies or potatoes or, you know, the, the stuff you forgot to get at the supermarket, you could run down there. But he, he sh- shut down over a year ago, so... That's the only thing we're missing from here where I can, you know, oh shit, I haven't got no onions for the meal. I can race down and get some onions or, you know, you know something you miss. So what do you do for a grocery store then if you don't have a car? I hop on a train and go two stops down the road and go to Aldi or a little bit longer walk to the Woolworths supermarket. So. But usually I get the stuff on the way home. So, if I remember. If not me, Donna will. So. I just know carrying in a lot of groceries, like even for the three of us, I mean, I get enough stuff, I go once a week. So, you know, I, I stock up for just a week's worth of time. I don't never go for more than that. And that's a lot for the three of us. So I got to imagine it's yeah, close well, to that for the two of you. Well, Donna does it on Mondays. I do it on Thursdays usually, if I'm not out on the road. So I usually, um, on the Thursday, I'll go shopping and I have my backpack on and I can, you know, stick a lot of heavy stuff in the backpack and then just carry two or three shopping bags and hop on the bus and come home. Uh, when Donna goes shopping, I'll, I'll meet her on a Monday afternoon at, at my favourite place in the world, Westfield Parramatta. And we go shopping and we get a little bit more because there's two of us to carry it and then we get an Uber home. We used to get taxis, but now we're we're Uber fucking people. So, <laughs> so yeah, so she can carry so much, I can carry so much. We go down to the down to the street, book our Uber, and, you know, it's 12 bucks for an Uber to get us home, which is a lot cheaper than a taxi, which is, like, 20 bucks. So right. it's what we usually do. So she usually, you know, gets most of the stuff on Monday, and I just get whatever's extra needed on a, a Thursday. And if I need to, I can go back on a Friday, because I knock off early on a Fridays and just pick up a couple extra things. But other than that, yeah, milk and like anything like that. Milk and bread. Well, we get bread from the the bread shop because it's it's good bread and the basics we can get from down the street. But, you know, you know, main meals. Yeah, we try to grab some on Thursdays or Mondays and, and stock up the freezer or 
or whatever we need. So, yeah, we we've worked our way around it. I just I've <clears throat> I've never really been without a car since I've been an adult, you know. Mm-hmm. So, going to the grocery store was always, I mean, I had a car to carry it. And the only time I think I did the grocery store close was when I was living in Oak Park, and there was one like uh, two blocks away. And occasionally I'd go down there and load up and walk back. But yeah, I just, I, I mean, I guess if you're going twice a week, it's a little easier, I suppose. But so we mentioned this earlier, but, or when we were talking about McDonald's, but at work now we're into the season of overtime, which is nice because mm-hmm. uh, it's always nice to have that little bit of extra income. And uh, I'm always the person that's like, yep, I'll be there. Sign me up. Let's go. I'll take it. And days like today are nice because you're not on the phones. You're just working on stuff that needs to be finished up that couldn't be done during a call. And so, you know, it's five hours off the phone working on my stuff and other people's stuff and just kind of hanging out with your coworkers and having a nice time. So it's uh, easy money, so to speak. (laughs) Can't complain, especially during this time of year when it's already kind of short as it is and then kind of helps to pad things a little bit, you know? <laughs> Maybelina says, um, no. <laughs> well, yeah, she was there today. She was only there for a couple hours, maybe. I don't remember how long, but yeah, I'll take all the time they give me. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I earned a couple of hours over time doing that, that trip on Thursday, Friday, which is going to help coming up this week to Christmas, so. Like I said, I'm not, nothing big happening for us at Christmas. Just got to make sure I get Donna a present because God, oh, God forgive me if I get her something. Uh, I will never hear the but end of it. Do you only buy for each other then? Yeah, pretty. Or do and, you get stuff for like and her cheeky sister. or? Cheeky, nah. Usually I'd get my parents something, but I've been told by my parents not to get them anything because they know what financial position we're in at the moment. Mum specifically said, do not. Not even get me, you know, a lotto ticket or... She goes, just don't worry about it. So, uh, cheeky, no, I'd like to, but yeah. So, the only other Situation, person... right? Yeah, the only other person we've got to get for is uh, Donna's sister. Um, so, she's already bought us a Christmas present and brought it up. <laughs> so, it's nothing special. It's just coffee containers and sugar containers because <laughs> we needed new ones. So, she goes, we, I know you needed them. So I brought it early for you. <laughs> okay, thank you. So <laughs> we've just got to get her a present, basically. Uh, I don't know if Donna's getting her other sister up in Queensland anything, but uh, for me, no, I don't have to get nothing. <laughs> My brothers give me nothing. <laughs> one brother will not speak to me, but the other won't get you know nothing special. Right. Um, so not really. Uh, for my nephew Dale, Corey's boy, uh, I he's got enough. <laughs> I usually buy him Matchbox, <laughs> Matchbox cars or Hot Wheels cars, but he's got that many. I've been told don't. So, yeah. Well, it seems like the older you get and the more family starts to amass, the 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 more you have to kind of figure out ways to not break the bank. Because you know, I I got to buy for me and the kids, and then, um, you know, extended family and the nieces and nephews are like, well, you know, let's do like two you know, two kids per person or whatever. And it's like, you know, that's 25, 50 bucks or whatever out of my own kids. 
um, Christmas. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's going to be a thing. Cause <laughs> so I talked him out of it, but <laughs> it's so much more expensive. And my parents, you know, they don't, they don't expect anything. Cause they know, you know, kind of the same way as you things are tight. And, um, so yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. Well, I remember in later in, the, uh, when I got older for my father's side of the family, uh, it was a certain person bought one present for one, one cousin, you know what I mean? So a certain person only bought that one present, you know, so you weren't getting presents from every auntie and uncle. So you had just a specific person you just needed to buy one thing for. So made it a lot easier, I think. I don't know. That was a long time well, ago. That makes it a, yeah. Yeah, a little bit easier, I would think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it seems like anymore the, the dollar keeps getting higher, like the amount. Yeah. It used to be like 10, 15 bucks. Now it's 25. It's like, uh, that's a lot to me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's a tank of gas or a quarter of my grocery budget or, you know, it's, it's a lot of money to me. So. But, uh, hey, is that creepy Santa up? Creepy Santa's out there. Creepy is he Santa. on the porch or is he in your house? No, in the house. I only put him on the on the porch um, just to show off to the kids, <laughs> scare people. I put him out there once, and I, he's he's living next. He's sitting next to the Christmas tree. So, but he's turned off because <laughs> I'm not allowed to play him. Donna doesn't like him. <laughs> so he he just, creeps me out, and I'm all the way over here. So he just sits there. He's next to our Christmas tree. Has he scared you yet when he walked out in the, no, the early morning? No, no. Because he's in a different position. Uh, last year I had him just as you walked out the door, as you turned the corner, and you'd walk around the corner and go, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Donna would do it too. But now he's over next to the Christmas tree, and you, you don't get scared by him. He doesn't sort of catch you off guard. But yeah, he's over there. He's turned... starting to sing a song, right? Yeah. I wonder, I'd like to play it all the time, but Donna doesn't like it. I mean, I, I can appreciate being into the the, the the holiday spirit and enjoying the decoration, but uh, yeah, I don't know that I could have that thing in my living room. Mm, well, wait till this week when I've got one posted to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and it comes out and it's actually a real life person. <laughs> oh, hell. Nah. Well... I don't know what what I would prefer right now with the the snow and the heat that you're dealing with, because I don't like to be hot any more than I like to be cold. You know, mm. fall and spring, I'm good. Layers are good, but this this past like two three weeks now maybe we've been getting snow periodically and having to shovel the driveway a couple times in a day. It's just uh, I'm over it already, and it's just starting. You know. Yeah, well, Monday, well, Monday and Tuesday this week, we had 40-plus temperatures here in Sydney, out the west, and I was I was fucked. I got home, and I, I basically had heat stroke. So, yeah, it was, and I was even, like, out on the road, and I'd come back to work, and even in the, well, the van's air conditioning shit itself. Thank God I got this new truck. But, yeah, just what little work I was doing in the factory drained me and I felt sorry for the guys in the factory I'd come back and hop out of the, the van on Monday and Tuesday and go how the fuck is still working in here it was 
It would have been nearly 45 degrees centigrade in the factory on Monday and Tuesday. We had but a, you would have been in there too if you weren't driving. Yeah. But it's even worse for me because I hop out of the air conditioning into a, a stinking hot factory and then have to go do because when I've done my deliveries, I have to go back in the factory and work. And yeah, it was killing me. And I'm looking at the guys going, how the hell are you just still standing up? Why is it still working? I don't know. Well, of course, <laughs> it's your job. You've got you to gotta work. <laughs> right, on. you're getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Uh, no, it was it was terrible. Monday and Tuesday was the worst. Uh, Wednesday sort of it wasn't too bad, but then yeah, as I said, Thursday and, and Friday it was it completely changed. It was raining, and we we dropped to like twenty five degrees for the, the next two days. And today's another cool day, but yesterday it was it was thirty two around this area. So yeah, we're we're getting the, the, the <laughs> both you know temps. You know, we're getting hot and we're getting the cold weather, so it's not good because you'll end up being sick. Well, that's just it. I mean, like going outside and shoveling when it's zero degrees out with the negative wind chill, <clears throat> no matter how much you dress, you know, <clears throat> you're going to get. And I'm surprised I haven't, knock on wood, yet gotten like sick sick. I mean, I have a little bit of a kind of sore throat slightly and a little bit of runny nose afterwards, but overall doing fine other than being a little sore but i mean it's it's going to happen at some point coming in and out you know from the the warm house to the cold outside and then working in it yeah I'm, but i was gonna ask what's you the, what happened with oh. the snowblower <laughs> or the snow, what happened with what someone the when they cleaned the streets with the snow and they dumped it all on your driveway well we got, you know, somebody that comes and plows. Um, Mr. Plow, that's my name. My name again is Mr. Plow. Bonk. Um, and so what I've started to kind of do is I'll take all the snow that's in front of my mailbox and my driveway and I'll push it to the other side of the street. Because I'm like, if if I don't do it, there's going to be this massive snow that's going to get shoved in front of my driveway. And even though I do that, I still get a massive snow shoved in front of my driveway. <laughs> And when you don't get it and it's the, it happens overnight, you get up the next morning and what was probably going to be pretty light and fluffy to shovel if I would have done it right then, if I would have known, is now starting to freeze and is in big chunks and is heavy and is stuck to the ground. And I've already busted the, the shovel handle, so if I push too hard, it bends because it's got a plastic handle on it. Um and so I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to let the car, I'm going to run over it with the car until it gets flat enough to not worry about it. But then when you get the next round of snow and it starts to pile up and then that side is bigger than the rest of it, I got to deal with it at some point. Plus, I got to keep the mailbox clear, otherwise they won't deliver the mail. They like send out this flyer and they're like, you have to have this much space between you know, the snow and the mailbox so you can deliver the mail. So around the mailbox, it's probably four feet deep with snow that I've piled up and there's like walls around either side of the driveway from where I've been pushing it off of the driveway up into the the sides. So it's probably two feet deep on the sides and then, yeah, three or four feet deep at the bottom. Yeah, well, I, I like the idea of snow. I like the idea of seeing snow, but not the idea of being in snow. <laughs> so... I, I I don't I don't envy you, mate. I'll tell you that. 
Well, and with your history with stairs, if you were dealing with snowy stairs, that's oh, yeah, just a death trap. Well, I think I've heard stories from jo- about Justin from Bad Pairing Podcast slipping downstairs when they're icy. <laughs> yes, it would be a treacherous time for me. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't mind I live through the, the winter. I know when I was a kid, uh, the house I lived on, we lived on a, it was probably like, maybe like 45 degree angle almost up the hill. And, you know, that's fun when you're going down on your on on a sled when you're a kid. But when you get to the age and you got a shovel and in Kansas City, we were notorious for having ice storms instead of just like snowstorms. Yeah. So uh, the the stairs that led from the back door to the garage and then, you know, down the, the hill to the, the street, those stairs would ice over. And I remember very distinctly, I went out to get the mail one day and I was like, I'm just going to run out, get the mail and come right back. So. I happen to see the mail guy pull up. I'm like, all right, time to go. So I go outside. I hit the second and bottom step. I slip. I fall. And I hit my back against the edge of the stair. Mm-hmm. Knock the wind clean out of me. And I'm sitting there gasping for air. And the, luckily the postman was there because he came over and made sure I was all right. But, you know, just think if I would have slipped and hit my head or Break your knows. neck or break your hip Right, if I would have pulled the Wilba and um, <laughs> gotten seriously injured. I mean, luckily I was i was probably like, I don't know, 15, 16 at the time. So it wasn't like I was uh, not going to bounce back pretty quick. But, I mean, as I got older, when I moved back there, uh, those ice storms, I mean, they would take whole trees down with the weight of the ice. Mm. And I remember uh, I was living in the well, the house I referred to as the box. And there was a tree that was separating my house from my neighbor's house. And it got so heavy with ice that the whole thing fell and it just barely missed the car by like, I don't know, half a foot. But I mean, that's the kind of stuff you're dealing with. Plus, when it weighs down on the power lines, it knocks the power out and you have no, uh, you know, no heat, no nothing. The power's out. Yeah. And I had to deal with that before. I mean, when the whole power went out for like three days, I was working off a gas generator and I'd have to go out at two in the morning to uh, refill it with gas, turn it back on, and it would uh, only heat you know certain parts of the house. So when you went in to go take a shower, no, uh, fuck that. the water was warm because the, the 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 water heater worked. But as soon as you got out, it was fucking like yep. twenty degrees or so. No, no, that's why I hate having showers in the winter. I have a like a a bar heater in the bathroom for winter. Turn that on, warm the bathroom up before I go for a shower. Because it's one thing I hate, having a nice warm shower and hopping out in the fucking cold. Yeah, it's awful. But I mean, that, but on the flip side of that, though, if you if you walk out of a hot shower into a hot room and you start to sweat, it just kind of defeats the whole purpose mm. of the shower. But in, in this house, the only room that's actually warm is the bathroom. Like every other room in the house, for whatever reason, I've got either really bad insulation, no insulation, or I just need to like insulate the ducts that carry the heat. Because the rest of the house gets pretty cool, even though it says it's 70. You go into the bathroom when the heater's on, and it's like a freaking sauna. It's it's hot as hell in there. Yeah. Well, that's like in, in summer here. You, you go for a shower. You hop out. You think you've cooled off, and you instantly sweat again. Like, you dry mm-hmm. off from the shower, and then you're wet again. I'm like, didn't I just have a shower to you know, wipe the sweat off me? Oh, no. Well, and it's such a gross feeling, too. Yeah, it is. And you feel like, oh, I've got to go for another shower. 
But then, <laughs> then what do you do? You just repeat, <laughs> rinse and repeat. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle, man. Um, well, it's getting close to that time, but real quick, not because I didn't want to get into it because I didn't want to get any spoilers, but yeah. I went and saw Rogue One today. I know we talked about it before the show with spoilers. <laughs> that was the uh, the Charlie version of Star Wars theme. Do, um, do they kill the shit out of Rita? Twice. <laughs> They bring her back from the dead and they kill her again, just just for shits and giggles. Well, I know, um, there's, there's no spoilers by saying this. A lot of stormtroopers fucking die. <laughs> well, right. Um, and it was funny. I was I took the kids to go see it. So the three of us went this afternoon, and um, there was there was one of the big fight scenes, and um, you know one of the main characters was luckily, of course, not getting hit. And Juliana turned to me and she's like, "Good thing they're not a good shot." She was talking about the stormtroopers, and I'm like. Wow, she's so right. How does she know this? So I guess I'm raising her right, but have you seen that video of the the copper trying to teach the stormtrooper to shoot, whatever it is for the? I think it's Wisconsin Police Department or one of those. No. Oh, you got to check it out. Yeah, the stormtrooper gets because you're standing. You keep missing, and the the copper just pulls out his gun, and goes bang, 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 straight in the middle of the target, and the stormtrooper goes, "You're standing closer." And he goes, "Well." And the stormtrooper keeps walking step by step closer. It keeps missing till he gets it right in front of it and goes. Pew! And they go, "Who recommended you?" And you, you see Darth Vader on the <laughs> on the side. You got to check it out. Well, the thing is with those those stormtrooper helmets, from what I hear, they're very hard to see out of. So I guess I can't fault them too much. Yeah. All right. But uh, it, yeah. it was all. All I'll say is it was excellent. If anybody is uh, hesitant to see it for X Y Z reason, just uh, it's it's a spiritual cousin to Empire Strikes Back, just like uh, the Force Awakens was to A New Hope. And so, if you like Empire, yeah, well worth your time. It was very 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 good. Everybody in it was good. Solid story. Felt like it was right out of the seventies. Yep. Even the pacing. So I'm looking forward to. Um seeing it when I can. So I may go to the oh, movies. Or I may I was gonna ask you. Um I am hoping to see Suicide Squad here in the next week or so. When I have uh some time. I'm working on my top thirteen horror list for this year for the Creepercast, but uh did you see it? Yes, I've seen it. Is it worth it? Just go with with low expectations and you'll enjoy it. So, it's it's not terrible. It's better than Batman versus Superman. That's the best way I could explain it. Yes, I enjoyed it. It has its moments. I mean, it's got Will Smith, and Will Smith does a great job. It has Margot Robbie, good old Aussie girl. She does well as playing Harley Quinn. Uh, they have an actually Aussie character in there, Captain Boomerang or whatever. Yeah, plays up the Auss- Aussie thing. Yeah, Jay Courtney. Yeah, yeah, does the Aussie accent. And does that shit. I don't think he's he's American though, I think. Mm-mm. He's Australian. Is he? Yes. He's an Australian actor. Uh yeah, it's Oh he is. He's from Cherrybrook, Sydney. Cherrybrook? Yeah. You know where Cherrybrook is? That's what it's I just pulled up his Wikipedia page because I I didn't know that. Uh Cherrybrook is where Donna works. That's where she's just gone to for work. <laughs> 
That's the suburb where she works in, Cherry Brook. So it's Western Sydney. Yeah, I know he's Aussie. You know, if you ever seen any interviews with him, you can hear his Aussie accent. Not as good as mine. You know, you come to my country. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's Aussie. Margot Robbie's Aussie. She um, used to be on Neighbours, one of the Aussie soaps. But yeah, uh, but, uh, it's it's. If you go in with, you know, shut your brain off, don't pick at the bits, um, the Joker in it, mm, no one's going to beat Heath Ledger's Joker, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not because I'm Aussie and Heath Ledger's Aussie, it's just, Heath Ledger did the fucking best Joker, I think. But yeah, uh, what's he, I can't think of the guy's name, done Joker in this one. He, Jared Leto. Jared Leto, he really overplays it, he just mm, stretches it too far. It's worth watching, but just go in there going, I know this is not going to be a great movie, and just enjoy it for what it is. So, But see, I, I liked um, I, I liked uh, Batman vs. Superman, and I was went into it with no expectations, and I, I walked out. I've watched it, I think, three times now. I, I've actually picked it up at one point um, to own it, just cause, mainly because of Batman. But I've been anxious oh, to see this because I wanted to, make my own decision on it after all the hype kind of died mm-hmm. down a little bit. But, uh, Jack Courtney, I, I, my experience with him is, um, uh, diehard, which I thought he was good in, although people gave him a lot of crap for it. And, um, oh, what was the other one? Oh, Terminator, which I thought he was good in that too. Yeah. So it's, it's not terrible. Even though people say it is, it's not, and it's not the actor's fault. It's just the, the, I wouldn't even say the writers. I think the studio got their hands on it too much and wanted it a certain way. So, well, is, I've it, heard between Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang, that's the best parts of the movie. Yeah, and Will Smith, trust me, Will Smith does a great job in it as Deadshot. He really does a good job. And, yeah, Margot Robbie really plays Harley Quinn nice. So, it's okay. It's worth watching. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, that was shit, but you're not going to go, wow, that was great, so... It's in between those two things, <laughs> but yeah. Um, again, I think when you get the extended cut, it's going to be better. Like with Batman versus Superman, they reckon it's better watching it as the extended cut. That explains more. So, I've heard with you now it's released on DVD and you can get the the extended cut. It, it gives it a bit more to it. But I just think DC are fucking up with their movies. You know, not like Marvel. So, like the new Spider-Man. Can't wait to see that one. Yeah, I'm excited about that as well, for sure. But anyway, it is past that time. It is way past it. And will it play? It is playing. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for Random. angry didgeridoo which incidentally uh didgeridoo sighting when uh i had my day off on (laughs) tuesday i spent the day i didn't watch as many movies as i usually do i had other stuff i was working on but one of the movies i watched was pop star never stop never stopping with um the this only island it was their movie and uh there's a song that um Andy Samberg's character is singing, and at one point he talks about how he's 
gonna what does he say? I'm gonna fuck you with my didgeridoo, and it's gonna go wow, 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 wow. And I of course immediately sent you a message to tell you that. But uh, I was I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, they stole a bit. They stole our bit. Well, that's what I say when they do it on um, Hollywood Babylon. When <laughs> Kevin Smith brings it up and Ralph Garman goes wow, 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 you're stealing my bit. <laughs> yeah, it was. If you if you are watching the movie, it's exactly like I think. What did I say? Thirty minutes in or something? No, I, don't I can't know. remember. But looking at your message, but yeah, thirty or thirty-two minutes into the film, I, I remember I checked the timestamp because I'm like, if anybody's watching, you're gonna have to like pay attention at that exact moment. No, I mean it's a good movie anyway. It's very funny and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. But that one spot got me anyway. So uh, yes, this week's ours for random brought to us by the lovely Maybellina. Thank you for the questions as usual. Uh, first question: Since we're doing our Christmas episode, I thought I'd tie these in together. Uh, if you celebrate Christmas, fake or real tree? Uh, we have fake one. Uh, I've had real ones in the past. A bit of a pain in the ass, but yeah. The tree I have is actually the Christmas tree my parents used to have. Uh, um, they gave it to me because they you know, don't have the big Christmas celebrations down there anymore. And uh, Well, you would have seen it in my videos, but yeah. So it's fake. I mean, I like the the smell of the real tree, but I hate the fucking the mess it makes and maintenance. So I kept the fake one, put it up, pull it apart, put it underneath the bed where it gets stored, and pull it out next year. That's what she said. <laughs> well, you said you, it was a pain in the ass. I'm like, you're doing it wrong if that's where it is. No. Um, speaking of which, I one of my friends on Facebook was posting that at Target they sell a half tree. And the upside down tree, and I'm like, what the fuck? Exactly. Well, the half tree is for people to put it in the corner, so you don't have to take up, you know, all that space that a tree takes, I guess. But they make trees in all different sizes, so you don't have to have one that takes up a massive amount of space. And then the upside down tree, and you hang it from the just ceiling. That. No, it's 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 on the base upside down. God damn it. <laughs> right. What is the purpose of this? Why does anybody? It looks like, like some sort of uh, messy ice cream cone. I don't know. No. The tray I've got that I got from my parents. It's pretty big. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> uh, that's about the fourth one I've done. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's huge. It takes up a lot of room out in our small. No, living room area, but it's in the corner and it, it, it fits nicely, but yeah. I like my Christmas decorations. That's what I like about Christmas. The decorations and everything, as you've seen, you know, in my photos and my videos, but it's what I like about Christmas. All the decorations, you know, put the tinsel up, put the tree up, put all the ornaments up. We have a little mini Christmas tree, which is actually a palm tree that we bought last year up at Queensland that we've got decorated that uh, Charlie likes. Knocking over, oh. <laughs> of course he does. But he can't knock over this big Christmas tree. But he likes climbing in it too. So. <laughs> He'll come out and you hear this. Hmm? Where are you, hmm? And he's halfway up the bloody tree. <laughs> you see these two beady eyes looking out at you from the tree. <laughs> well, that's like Lucy. I've got. I've always had fake trees as long as I've been on this earth. My parents had one. I've always had one, and my neighbors had a, always had real ones. So if I wanted a real tree, I'd go over there. But 
as I saw it slowly die and turn brown and all the needles fall off, I was like, yeah, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucy, I can't put out the tree skirt because she'll she likes to like sleep on dig it. it and pull it off. Uh. No, Tucker liked to sleep on it. He would lay under there and I'd call him my Christmas dog because he looks like a big Yule log. Um, yeah, I made up a song. But Lucy will take it and she'll scratch at it and then she'll pull it away and she'll play with it. I'm like, damn it. So I have to leave it off until there's actually presents. But she'll like to go under the tree and like scratch herself on the bottom of the tree. And um, apparently she uh, chewed on one of the ornaments the other day. So she uh, she likes Christmas, but for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fake tree for sure. I, I don't I don't even care for the smell that much. I'd rather have like cinnamon scented pine cones or something. Yeah. Well than... you can you can buy a, a fragrance. I'm pretty sure they sell it. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. To make it smell like Oh it. yeah. But yeah, the fake ones, it's so much easier. Less mess, less trouble. And you don't have to buy one every year. You just pack the one away, yep. pull it out. And uh that's what she said. Uh <laughs> And yeah, you you pay pay for it once, and then you don't have to buy one until that one dis- destroyed, or you need mm-hmm. something bigger or smaller. Yeah, so yes, yeah. that's what she said. Our tree is full of uh, ornaments, and I've got some special ones that that Charlie's not allowed to touch because they're, they're pretty important to my mum that she gave to me. <laughs> as soon as Charlie goes near them, they're like little angels with bells in them, and as soon as Charlie touches them, no, <laughs> don't touch that. <laughs> you can rip off the little baubles and. The other stuff you don't touch these little angels. So, yeah, he likes. Yeah, Charlie likes hiding underneath the tree. You you won't know where he is, and that, all of a sudden he just comes out of the tree underneath the tree. Oh fuck, that's where you were. Oh shit. That's funny. Um, well, second question and final question, and this uh, ties in nicely with what we were talking about earlier. Do you enjoy or do you look forward to leftovers? Oh, definitely. I love the leftovers. I reckon the leftovers have more flavour because they've marinated, you know. All the flavour gets through the, the food and you have the leftover the next day and it's like, oh, this tastes even better than it did last night. So, yeah, definitely. Well, there's something about having that big, like, bag or Tupperware container, container full of yeah. turkey or ham or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It tastes so much better the next day, I reckon. Well, and it, when you get to the bottom and you're like, oh, no, it's almost gone. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm a big fan of leftovers. I don't always have a lot because I do kind of buy, like I said, Just week enough. by week. Yeah. But on on occasions like this, like where I've got this whole ham, I know the three of us aren't going to eat it. So <laughs> I look forward to pulling as much meat off of it as I can and then just every night because I can eat the same thing every day and that's not it doesn't bother me. Um, and, yeah, making sandwiches or you know, having some leftover ham and potatoes or whatever. And yeah, and just pull a piece out when you're cooking that night's dinner and you're just chewing on it while you're making dinner or whatever. Yeah. It's a way to go for sure. I'm a big fan. Yep. Leftovers, good stuff. And it's quick and easy too. <laughs> just go to the fridge. There you go. Got food. So that's it. Thank you, Maybellina, for the questions as usual. Thank you, Maybellina. All right. We are a part of a, a podcast network. This podcast network is called The Podcast Collective. I hope you've heard of it. And if you haven't, you're hearing about it now. 
So, on the Podcast Collective, where you can find it at podcastcollective.com, you can find all these fine shows. The Bad Parenting Podcast, On the Block, No Hope for Humanity, The Coffin Joe Cast, which you are listening to, The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, with Joel, and Joel's other show, The Nostalgia Show, 40 Going on 14, Dating Baggage, The Internet, with Scott the Pool Boy, I Am Salt Lake, Mint in Box Cast, Tales from the Hard Side, The Dog and Juice Show, The Rad Dad Radio Hour, Empty Rant Podcast, and the two latest podcasts to be joining our network, Portland Beer Club Podcast and In One Day Radio. So make sure you go and check out the Podcast Collective at podcastcollective.com. You also can find us at coffinjocast.com. Also, would you like to contact us? We'd like you to contact us. You can contact us by calling this number, 661-434-5956. That'd be 661-434-KWJO. Also, email us, coffinjocast at gmail.com. And if you would like, use that recording app on your phone and record it at your leisure and email us to our email address. Ah, So, that's our plugs. What about the creepy cast, Joel? What's coming up? Yes. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, working on the uh, the top 13. And I was talking about that with Slacker earlier today and last night. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's always fun, but it's always difficult because you get this long list of movies that you want to talk about. So that's coming out uh, here before the first year or at the first of the year, I guess. And... Um, Still at creepercast01.blogspot.com, but lots of stuff going on. Jeff Slacker and I are hard at work uh, getting more stuff put together, so look for content daily. Excellent. All right. So this has been pretty much, this is our Christmas show. You'll hear it at Christmas time. So, for Christmas, I thought I'd crack a VB. Here we go. You'll see it live on the video. VB. Not Foster's. <laughs> crack a beer. Cheers to everyone for Christmas. Hope everyone has a, a safe and happy Christmas. Enjoy yourselves, enjoy your families, and make sure you're nice to everyone. Because this is the time of the year where it doesn't matter what happened during the year, everyone should be nice to each other. So, no, more, no matter what faith you are, it's a time of love and caring. So, let me have a sip of this VB. Tastes better than Foster's, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, anyway, everybody, thanks for listening to us throughout the year. Uh, anything else to say, Joel? Uh, no, just have a Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see you in the new year. Yeah, well, it'll be in the new year, because there will not be a show at New Year's, because it's holiday time. So, we'll be back in the new year. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um. I'm gonna, I think I've played this song before, but it's a parody song, sort of. Uh, Kevin Bloody Wilson, Santa Was Stoned at Christmas, is the name of the song. Uh, you don't expect me playing it nice, do you? I'm not playing Jingle Bells while I did it at the beginning, but yes. So, thanks everyone. Have a great Christmas. Uh, Alright, so, that's all that needs to be said, Joel. I think it's, uh, it's time to say goodnight. Oi, oi, oi. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
stoned at Christmas How'd he get that high And what's he feeding them reindeers on That makes the bastards fly I shared a cone with Santa A happy Christmas high Santa was stoned at Christmas time And so was I I'd stop believing in Santa Until last Christmas night I was having a quiet little cone on me own When I looked up into the sky I saw this sleigh coming out of control Heading straight for my place Crashed and burned in my backyard Oh, Santa was off his face Oh, Santa was stoned at Christmas get that high And what's he feeding them reindeers on That makes the bastards fly I shared a cone with Santa A happy Christmas high Santa was stoned at Christmas time And so was I Yeah, Santa was wrecked A total mess When he dropped in out of the blue In a battered old sled full of wacky weed And six bent reindeer too Now you might think that I'm making this up But you can think what you like Santa was stoned at Christmas time And so was I Santa was stoned at Christmas How'd he get that high? Feeding them reindeers on That makes the bastards fly I shared a cone with Santa A happy Christmas high Santa was stoned at Christmas time And so was I Yeah, Santa was ripped at Christmas Shit-faced maggot had stoned And when I helped him untangle his reindeer He offered me a cone And then I strapped him back in that battered old sled And after one more toke of the bong And a crack of the whip and a Come you bastards! Santa Claus was gone Ah, Santa was stoned at Christmas How'd he get that high? And what's he feeding them reindeers on That makes the bastards fly I shared a cone with Santa A happy Christmas high Santa was stoned at Christmas time And so was I Gone you bastards Santa was stoned at Christmas How'd he get that high And what's he feeding them reindeers on That makes the bastards fly Shed a cone with Santa A happy Christmas high Santa was stoned at Christmas time And so was I Yes, Santa was stoned at Christmas time And so was I Do
Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a great New Year. We'll see you in the New Year. Thank you for listening.